Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here, as always, with my wonderful wife, Michelle. Well, thank you, honey. Hello. So good to have you with us once again. We are recording this episode on Sunday, November 4th. 2018. We really appreciate that you found us today. In the future, you can find us on 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab, as well as on the Max FM app. You can also find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please do subscribe to us. There may be a time when our episodes come out at a different time than normal. Normally, we record these on Sundays, but I know for a fact next week we'll be recording on Saturday. It'll just let you know whenever our uh, episodes come out, and it'll come right to your phone or your device. It'll make it really easy for you to find. Right. And as always, we've really much appreciated people's feedback and your questions. And thank you, everybody, for really making this an interactive show. Absolutely. We want to be an interactive show. We are an interactive show. We love all our Hyperion adventurers out there there. If you want to ever contact us, you can find us on social media, on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can email us always at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. We really love hearing from you. Right. So let's get on with the show. Let's get on with the show. Lots <laughs> of stuff for you today. Ton of stuff. We have a spoiler-free review of Disney's The Nutcracker and The Four Realms, which we saw earlier this week. Then uh, there's some news about a new attraction and fireworks spectacular possibly coming to the Disneyland Resort. So that's all coming up later. But we want to start off with our main topic this week. And you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the holiday season coming to the parks in the U.S., both the Walt Disney World Resort and the Disneyland Resort. But we realized... Hey, you know, that's not the only place that the holidays happen that are Disney-related, so we thought we'd maybe look for some other holiday uh, atmosphere and Disney stuff. Exactly, and I know that we tend to focus our attention to the theme parks that are here in the United States, but there's a lot of great things going on at other th- Disney theme parks throughout the world and Disney Cruise Lines. So, Abs- absolutely. That's- so that's what we're doing this week. We're taking looking at Disney holiday season around the world at their various different parks. Like if you want to go back and hear about what we talked about at the Disneyland Resort and the Walt Disney World Resort, you can just go back a couple episodes together. I believe it was episode 21 where we talked about that. Um, and we did a lot of great stuff here. But this is going to be all about Disneyland Paris, Disney Cruise Line, Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and the Shanghai Disney Resort. I'm very excited to hear about some of the ones in our Asian countries because those I did not research. So I'm looking forward to hearing about those. And Michelle handled because she tends to speak a little French. If you've ever <laughs> followed us on Twitter, if you ever see some tweets in French out there, that's all Michelle. She loves talking <laughs> in French and she loves talking with our French either listeners or social media followers out there. So she's going to handle Disneyland Paris and Disney Cruise Line. I'm going to handle all the Asian resorts, Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disney Resort. But let's get started off with Michelle because Michelle is always great and uh. we love hearing what she has to say. So here we are from the Disneyland Paris and the Disney Cruise Line holidays. Okay, which one do you want first? I know about the Disney Cruise Line holidays a little right. bit. I want to hear about Disneyland Paris. Okay, here we go then. You got it. Okay, so uh, they have, they do have a lot of, obviously the parks are well lit up and um ready for Christmas holidays. In fact, we saw some videos that were tweeted out yesterday. Um, technically, they have their their Christmas time starting on November 10th. That's where like their shows and, and everything like that start. Uh, and it runs through January 6th. So first off, wanted to talk about the Disney Christmas Parade. And uh, that's a cute holiday daytime uh, event. It has dancers that are rocking it in between floats. And some of these dancers might be toy soldiers, gingerbread men, and dancing Christmas trees. Nice. Yeah. And then they do have the floats with all the major characters that we typically see. Mickey and Minnie, Goofy. They do have a lot of... Fab Five. Right, right. Then they have the Pixar gangs like Woody and Buzz coming out there. But what I really like about their parade is that they do have some of the less common characters that we don't always see here in the United States, like Clarabelle. And they also have Max, which oh, is one of our really? favorites. Yeah. That's great, Max. I, I love when Max appears I anywhere. I know, I know. So it's great that he's featured on one of the floats Max as is well. A, if you don't know, Max is, of course, Goofy's son. son if you haven't right. seen the Goofy movie, uh, you should. Right. But, <laughs> I was just uh, going to yeah. say the same thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Goofy's son. So it's not very uh, lengthy uh, parade. It's it's just under 15 minutes. So it's a nice, you know, uh, way during the day to celebrate the Christmas. 
They have a tree lighting show. Uh, it's called Mickey's Magical Christmas. It's in the evening and around dusk. And it's really an adorable little event that takes place on a, it's like a float style stage mm. that's put there in town square. So it has Mickey and Minnie and their dance ensemble is all decked out in their white and gold. So it's really quite elegant looking Ooh. as they sing Christmas songs. And then they invite Santa there to help uh Light up the tree wow. there in Town Square, and it's even topped with a light flurry of snow. You're going to see that that's a theme with many of these places, that light flurry of snow is a theme throughout various Disney parks. That's right. That's right. And one of the things uh, that I notice in this show that's really cool and that they do this a lot in in their shows throughout Disneyland Paris is it is a very bilingual um, show when they have this. So so sometimes they'll repeat both in English and in French. Other times you might have a character say something in French and another mm. character respond in English and then you get what they were talking about. So they do a great job, though, of it. It doesn't seem, you know, anything out of the ordinary. It's, it's really good flow, I yeah. should say. Uh, I would say this one thing about Disneyland Paris, and this goes for the holiday season as well as uh, the regular other times of year, is that if you go there and you're looking to see a show there, so let's say if you speak English, you speak French, you speak Chinese, Chinese, they have different show times uh, that which will have the True. different languages. So you can go and look at your map, and it'll it'll tell you on your guide. Uh, okay, the, these are the English show times for show X, and you know these are the French show times for. And so they really do a good job of making That's sure true. you know uh, before you go in what the, the language would be, and you won't have to you know listen to three different languages go through the same show. Absolutely, I'm glad you pointed that out because I did not have that in my notes, but now that you mention it, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, then they have. Mickey's Christmas Big Band, and that's at the Walt Disney Studios Park in the, oh, now I'm going to mess it up. I think I spelt it wrong here. In the Magic Theater. Um, in Magic? Yes. And it's a it's a real um, nod to historic Broadway. Or When I saw it, when I was watching it, I was also thinking, you know, very old Vegas, maybe, style show. So it it's called Mickey's Christmas Big Band. So obviously on stage they oh. have a big band. It's uh, like a uh, 13-member uh, band there. Wow. And um, so they, you know, and, and they have what you would expect in that kind of a show. So they have tap dancers come out and singers and obviously the Disney characters. Now they are really in true elegant attire when they come out. The thing I would compare it to, although it's not the same show, but the feel or the atmosphere of it is like a Rocket Christmas style show. Okay. So it's, you know, yeah. kind of like, a, you know, just a stage show production. Um, but the neat thing is during the show, Mickey does, well, he comes out, he dances, and he's an amazing dancer. Um, but he also. As you'll see tonight, by the way. That's right. And another thing that you'll see tonight is that Mickey, and I'll just say, Mickey plays the drums, okay? Oh, uh, spoiler. No, no. It's nothing spoiler. Mickey is super talented. We all know that. The fact that he plays drums is not a spoiler. Um, and in this show, he does it to uh, the Benny Goodman song, Sing, Sing, Sing. Oh, wow. So that's one of the few non-Christmas songs that are playing in the show. Um, that makes sense for big band. Right, right. You know, so it is entertaining, but, and I'm not trying to be critical of it. I, I thought it's a lovely show, but I just want people to understand that it's not necessarily a more modern with a lot of modern bells and whistles. It's a stage production with, you know, a great band in the background, awesome dancers, great costumes, you know, but it's kind of a little bit more of a uh, more traditional style show. Very cool. Yeah. And then my most favorite favorite thing was the goofies or is the goofies incredible christmas wow and and maybe because well i because you love goofy i know i was gonna say i love all the characters but goofy is so funny to watch so so this is a nighttime show at the walt disney studios park and it you know like what we see at a lot of these shows it combines fireworks laser projections christmas songs but what's really neat is they also have live characters so it's the main part of it is a projection onto the Hollywood um, Tower Hotel, which is an enormous canvas to be able to display so well, so many wonderful things. Sorry, I didn't mean to kiss the mic there. <laughs> I'm just getting too excited about it. I know, things. you're so excited. 
<laughs> no, but it's a great show. But like I said, it does have uh, a stage show there as well. So it has live performers with that background going on. So it's really, really impressive. They have a, It's a simple, cute story where Goofy tells Santa that he wishes that his friends have a wonderful uh, and their best Christmas. And then that's where Santa tries, you know, makes that magic happen. So we know what it's like when they project these, you know, these images on these shows. What's really neat and impressive, the innovation of this one is that what's going on in the background correlates with what's going on in the stage show. And I know that, really, duh. But no, it's like... (laughs) How is that again? I know, duh. (laughs) But like, for example, they'll have um, that there are, are... you know, all the, the gifts are being packaged and you can see the packages being projected on the backdrop of the Hollywood Studio Hotel, Hollywood Tower Hotel. I'm sorry about that. Which is basically the Tower of Terror. Right, in, right. Exactly. In, in Paris, right? And then they, they're kind of like going down this chute and then you see the stage characters catching and holding packages. So it wow. kind of like really goes to and from in a lot of those style uh, of activity so that's what really also yes it's a lot more innovative i mean i know we've seen like with uh whether it be at disneyland here in in california or disney world where we see the firework shows with the projections on different buildings and everything this adding that element of a stage show i thought was really innovative and and so it's one of those shows that um just watching it on YouTube, I got a lump in my throat. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, good thing we're not there because we would be definitely getting tears in our yeah, eyes. Oh, no, well, you know me. I know. I, I probably would. If I, if I had watched that on YouTube, I probably would be crying. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Well, so so um, it, it is just. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love that about you, baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's really beautiful. It's really fun for the holidays. I don't want to give any spoilers about it, but it it's very impressive show, very innovative, and all I can say is crazy spectacular. So that's cool. Yeah. Check that out on YouTube when I get a chance, and then hopefully within the next few years we kind of make it out there for that's uh, right one of their holiday seasons out at Disneyland Paris. And that's not all though. Mm-hmm. They do have some a couple other little things that I wanted to share with people. Um, one of them they have it's hashtag Noel Superstar, mm. and that is uh, people can hashtag that on Twitter or Instagram, and throughout the day, they select some to project during the daytime on the um, Hollywood Tower Hotel. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's fun. Some people can be there, and then they looking in, seeing, oh, hey, that's our picture that we just put up, you know. So, yeah, so that's kind of really cool that they do that. Um, And then they also, if you're staying there at one of their resorts, you could even arranged to have a Christmas tree Ooh, in your room. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I thought those were some nice little additions that they have there as well. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. It sounds like, like I said, I, we love Disneyland Paris. We've been there a couple times mm-hmm. ourselves. And I would love to get there for the holiday season coming up here sometime in the right, next few years. Right. So that's so, great. That's yeah. great. So that's Disneyland Paris. Tell me what you know about Disney Cruise Line holidays, right. another one of our favorites. It is. It is definitely. Well, Disney Cruise Line is our favorite. You could stop the sentence there. (laughs) Right. But we do like the other special cruises. Um, We've been on several of Uh them, whether it be Star Wars Days or um, the Halloween at um, Seas. Yes. Halloween on the High Seas. Halloween on the High Seas. Star Wars Day at Sea. Right. Thank you. They're special. They do their specialty cruises very well. Right. Um, But they obviously, um, and I've gone with Scott during the, the... the Christmas holiday cruises as well. So kind of seen most of them here. Um, so what, they, what they're what they doing this year is um, they are going to have a tree lighting, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is usually on the first night. So it kind of kicks off your, your vacation, your sailing, yeah. your sailing. So it is a festive gala that they hold in the atrium. And obviously they have the the, the characters come out and dance and get the crowd into singing holiday carols as they culminate to uh, light up the three-deck-tall Christmas tree. Yeah, so. that atrium. Oh, it's so beautiful in there. It you is. put a nice big Christmas tree in there. It's going to be know. spectacular. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've experienced I haven't experienced it yet, but you, you and Scott did. So. We did. And it, it, I mean, I just can't say how beautiful 
It is. I mean, that the ships are beautiful anyways, mm-hmm. but you just have Christmas decorations throughout, and it, it is just spectacular. That's so, so great. Yeah. Um, they also have another show that's called Deck the Deck Tropical <laughs> Holiday Party. Tropical. Tropical. Well, that makes sense. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. So it is a it is a tropical celebration, and uh, they do a candy cane limbo and <laughs> <laughs> some other uh, party dancing on deck there and games. So they, you know, kind of like with their um, sail away parties. You know, it's very interactive and sure. getting everybody to participate. So, you know, that's kind of a really cute party. Um, and then some of the other more traditional things they have is they have a Santa Claus meet and greet. Okay. So you can uh, get some photos and some special hugs from Santa. Um, they have story time with Mrs. Claus. So she uh, gets in her rocking chair by the tree and she reads, you know, some traditional Christmas stories. It's really great that, you know, even though in that busy time of year that Santa and Mrs. Claus have that time to just get out there and get away for just a little bit of Disney sailing exactly. while the elves handle the toys. Exactly. Well, I was just going to say that. The elves are really the ones really uh, pulling through then. And, you know, Santa does have to get a little bit of R&R yeah. because he's going to have a really hectic night on Christmas Eve. So that's it's nice. He gets a yeah. little, you know, nice little Disney cruise out there. For right, him. right. That's great. You know, and then like we see at a lot of the resorts is they do have a gingerbread house. And, you know, obviously the bakers on the cruise ship make that. It's all very edible, but not to be eaten by anybody. And (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, but it's a gingerbread life-size house. And it's great to, you know, the smells and to get to see it Mm -hmm. and get pictures by it. So, uh, you know, that's really cool. It also adds to the ambiance of the holidays. But the best part, I think you would even say, is the holiday cheer at Castaway Key. Oh, so, anything at Castaway Key is right? fantastic. So they, they really do turn it into a winter wonderland there. So you get to have a little bit of different experience if you have gone to on Castaway Key on other cruises with Disney. Um, but it, it is something that they do deck out for the season. And um, they have a Mr. and Mrs. Snowman. You might see some snow flurries, as you say, a trend there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everything is all decked out. Even the island tram is decorated to resemble a reindeer. You know? <laughs> so, I love that. I know. So they really do, you know, um, become very creative in making sure that this holiday cheer and, and holiday decorations spread throughout the entire cruise experience. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And I, I know you've done it, but I want to get out there on a Disney cruise sometime. It's actually, a, it's one of the things I dream about. It's like waking up at sea on Christmas morning. I, I think it'd be fantastic right, to do right. sometime. A little expensive, but it'd be fantastic to do sometime. I'd or, a Chris, or New Year's Eve. Uh, New Year's Eve would be crazy right? good. Right. Yeah, that'd be so. great. Like, you know, head out like right after Christmas and board a ship like the day after Christmas. Exactly. Be out there for New Year's Eve. That would be fantastic. I'd love to do that. Uh, can we call our travel agent today? I know, and get right? That yeah. <laughs> so, very good. That's a good coverage of uh, both those uh, Thank places you, baby. and both of them that I want to go. So, now it's my turn, and I'm going to talk about the three Asian Disney resorts, and I will. Be upfront, right to begin with. Uh, I have not. We have. We have never been to any of the Disney resorts in Asia right. yet. It's on our list. We want to do them. We may try and take a trip where we hit all three of them in one trip at some point. Um, and we're also thinking that when the new Disney Cruise Line ships come out, that one of those may be stationing somewhere in Asia to go along with those parks, at right. least for a portion of the year, if not the entire year. So maybe we can include that into it as well. But so, um, so as I said, this may sound a little brochure-ish in my discussion <laughs> of the, these resorts because uh, we have never experienced them personally. So this may sound a little bit like Disney feeding me the lines of what to say out there. But this all does sound fun. And it sounds like another, you know, a great reason to go out there if you're looking for an excuse to go out and visit the Disney parks in uh, Tokyo, in Hong Kong, in Shanghai. Uh, There's some great things going on out there for the holiday season as well. You can go out there, be at these parks, and not miss that holiday feel when you're out there. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the Tokyo Disney Resort. One, because it was the first Asian Disney Resort, and also because it is currently celebrating its 35th anniversary. Wow. Hard to believe, but yeah. They are currently in the midst of their 35th anniversary celebration. Their holiday uh, time is called Disney Christmas. 
Yay. Pretty literal, but fun, you know. <laughs> it starts on the 8th of November, so it's coming up here pretty soon, and it runs through Christmas. Uh, so, And uh, like I said, they're they're celebrating the 35th anniversary, so a lot of the holiday decor and entertainment it reflects that in their celebration nice. this year. Uh, we'll start with actual Celebration Street, well, which debuted back in April, and it was built specifically to kick off their 35th anniversary, is located in uh, World Bazaar. Uh, they do some short little magical light and musical shows in there. They're, uh, they're projected uh, throughout this area. Nice. Um, you can find them on YouTube, too. There's some great videos of some stuff, not just holiday stuff, but they had uh, some stuff with music with the Tangled and Beauty and the Beast combined that really did some cool projections wow. and stuff. Uh, but they're going to be doing a special one for the holiday season. Uh, it'll be special music, uh, special lights and everything. Just to you know, bring forth you know, hey, it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season here in the, the Tokyo Resort. So. Wow, can you imagine being over there and like, especially being your first time there this year and getting to be there for the for the anniversary and holiday season? That's sweet. It's fun. Well, the first time we were at Disneyland Paris was uh, an anniversary for them. It was their fifteenth. I remember our first time right. we went to Disneyland Paris. Right. We were out there for their fifteenth anniversary, right. which was back in two thousand eight. Of course, this is the twenty fifth anniversary this year yeah. for Disneyland Paris. But that was a lot of fun. It was kind of neat, unique to be out there for a, a celebration year like exactly. that. Exactly. So they always do a lot of cool stuff whenever there's a big anniversary for these parks. Um, moving onward at uh, the Tokyo Disneyland Resort, uh, they their parade that they're going to be holding for Disney this year is called the Disney Christmas Stories Parade. Showcases how Disney characters spend Christmas with their family and friends. Wow, that's a neat neat way to do it. Uh, The parade features two show stops between Western Land and Fantasyland and on and, and, excuse me, stops between Westernland and Fantasyland and on Central Plaza and guests will be invited to join the Christmas party with their favorite characters and the finale comes is here we go this is the <laughs> next point I'm going to talk about as snow falls really? at the finale of it. Yeah, wow. so you know, it's going to be a theme like I said going through all <laughs> exactly. these exactly pretty funny so it's going to follow along the parade route uh, over here uh, you know, if you don't know there are a couple parks over at the Tokyo Disneyland Resort the other one is Tokyo Disney Sea uh, they have over there what's called It's a Christmas Time Show. It's performed in the Mediterranean Harbor. Uh, it's a new show that combines live singing and dancing with Christmas music and Disney characters. And it'll be Santa Claus joining in Ooh. with Mickey. Uh, Duffy, who is very big over there. Right. Know, Duffy is a yeah. huge, and you're going to see that throughout Asia, uh, these Asian parks, that Duffy is a huge character and always part of this. Max also makes an appearance nice. there, as does Clarice and Scrooge. Uncle wow. Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck makes it. And it finishes with a fireworks finale. So, Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. That's, I like that. And, and um, Duffy is also in Paris Disneyland as well, or Disneyland Paris. Um but yeah, that's that's get, cool. It sounds gets, nice when they have different characters. You get to experience something a little bit more unique. You get some of Duffy at the Walt Disney World Resort, but he's not nearly as big as he is in some of these uh, the Asian markets and uh, Disneyland Paris as far as the characters. And he even has friends that accompany him, as you'll uh, see through uh, some of these shows out there. Uh, also at Tokyo Disney Sea, uh, their other show is The Color of Christmas, which conclu- it concludes the day at Disney Sea. It's a a uh, 15 meter LED Christmas tree that is out wow. there on the water that shines out Ooh. there. Yeah, very tall. Uh, it's accompanied by fountains and lasers and a boat full of Disney characters. Wow. Uh, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, and after the show, the Christmas tree continues glittering with Christmas music playing in the background. And yes, snow will fall <laughs> after the brand new Let Dream Fireworks snow. celebration ends. Yes. So more snow, more snow. You got to have, if it's going to be the holiday season, no right. matter where you are in the world, you got to have snow. Uh, they also have some holiday food offerings, special menu items. Uh, for the first time out there this year, they'll be holding the Taste of Christmas Food Festival. So that's uh, taking place in the New York area of the nice. American waterfront, what's area out there. Uh, there'll be snacks and alcohol that will be served in the shops of New York. And, and they even include a what they call a specially hot alcoholic drink created just for the Christmas season. Wow. So I know that would call yeah, out to you. Yeah, definitely. Is it hot and alcoholic. <laughs> right? Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, oh, and those, Disney. Are like, those are all the hot buttons for Michelle. I know, exactly. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> uh, the decorations they have out there, they have a towering Christmas tree complete uh, with their 35th anniversary logos. Like I said, right. that's going to be uh, in a lot of this stuff that you'll see throughout the park with being the 35th anniversary. It's behind uh, Cinderella Castle in Tokyo Disneyland and in front of the SS Columbia 
in Disney Sea. Uh, the Lost River Delta in Disney Sea has been also decorated by the Three Caballeros. So, very cool. A very festive Navidad <laughs> yes. for everybody out there. <laughs> and actually, you know, uh, Disneyland, California, the Disneyland Resort is not the only place that has Haunted Mansion Holiday. The Haunted Mansion also gets an overlay out oh, there wow. for the for the holiday season. They get the Haunted Mansion Holiday out there at Tokyo Disneyland, right. and also the Country Bear Jamboree oh. out there also gets oh, a holiday overlay that. as well. Oh. So. A lot of fun. So they yes. do also have their holiday overlays out there if you go to the Tokyo Disneyland Resort. Right. That They used to have that at Disney World, Walt mm-hmm. Disney World, at the Country Bear Jamboree. And that was an awesome, awesome overlay. I miss that. Yeah, I wish they would bring back some of the overlays to the Walt Disney World mm-hmm. Resort. I do know they, they did already start the Jingle Cruise. Right, there. right, That's, right. It's just kicked off this week. So at least they do have that as a holiday overlay going on. Out and there. I have my Fast Pass. Nice. Yeah, That's right. That's the reason why we're going to be recording a day early next week is because Michelle is going to be traveling out to visit her mother. And, well, you know, if I have to take a stop over at Walt Disney World, well, why right, not? Right, exactly. Uh, she's going to check out some of the, the end of the Food and Wine Festival and the beginning of the holiday season. Right. Out there, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, moving on, we're next. We go to Hong Kong Disneyland. Their uh, celebration is called a Disney Christmas, and it begins a little bit later, November fifteenth, and runs through January first. Their shows include a Christmas ball with Mickey and friends. It's a, a Christmas Yule, ball. A Christmas ball. Oh, like a like a, like dance. a dance. Oh, like okay. Dance. I was thinking not like, like a ball hanging from Earth. a tree. Or <laughs> yes, they didn't make Spaceship Earth into a giant Christmas <laughs> ornament. No, a Christmas ball. So it's like a dance. It's a Yuletide musical extravaganza. Uh, kicks off with a quartet of singers, and they're accompanied by dancers whose, and again, this is going to sound like a brochure, whose energetic performances put everyone in a holiday mood. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then your favorite Disney pals take the stage. Mickey and Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chip and Dale, and they're joined by Duffy, Shelly Mae, and Stella Lou, who are, of course, Duffy's friends. Wow, very there. cool. Yes. Um, and they're all in their finest holiday costumes, and they'll sing and dance and wish for snow, which, of course, there will be snow. Yay! <laughs> Delightful snowball, no snowfall at the end. Proof that Christmas wishes can come true. Nice. Go sure talk at its best. <laughs> no, that's how you talk all the time, That is how buddy. I talk you all the do. time. You should hear me just walking through the halls out exactly. here. Exactly. Uh, their, their other show is a tree lighting ceremony, which is a lot of fun. In the evening, uh, you can gather with your loved ones around a majestic Christmas tree on Main Street, USA, for a Christmas performance unlike any other. Again, this is just me. This is not a brochure talk at all. This is just the way I speak. Uh, they'll have a live quartet singing, and snow will fall. Wow. Uh, having, they'll, have, guess. they'll have a lot of projections on Main Street, USA, um, making it into a breathtaking winter wonderland and... Magic and like magic, the Christmas tree and train station will be illuminated with sparkly lights, filling the moment with Yuletide joy. Nice. Well, I'm glad that the magic does transfer everywhere yes. around the world. Christmas season That's is very right. magical, and of course, it's extremely magical at any Disney, Disney park. Yes. Uh, they also have a magical, hey, a magical twilight snowfall. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> where you can join Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Chip, and Dale, Duffy, Shelly Mae, Stella Lou, and Cookie, which is another of Duffy's friends, uh, when and they'll make a special wish, and they'll get out there and say, let it snow, let it snow, let, <laughs> let it, it snow. snow, the lights dim, music begins, festive, festive performers will parade into town square carrying lanterns to light their way as the first snowflakes Awesome, fall. that sounds beautiful. Yeah, it does sound great. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of holiday-inspired dining options out there. Well, it wouldn't be Merry Christmas without plenty of delicious treats to indulge in, as the yeah. brochure says. <laughs> uh, they have uh, Christmas menus in some of the restaurants, as well as on the go treats in the park uh, a lot of good stuff and it's wrap up the night as you head out of the park they have what's called a holiday kiss good night uh, so as you walk out of the park they'll have uh, Christmas carolers in town square bidding you good night uh, with a delightful performance under the stars and it's just a magical oh, way to as you so finish your day out there at the park yeah. to end it you know oh, that's really cool so that's a lot of fun looks like it's going to be a good time out at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland Resort um, that's that's exciting stuff that is that is I, I especially like that ending that's that's very cool yeah I like that I hope more parks do stuff like right. that that's, uh, I love carolers like we love it when we get to Disney California Adventure Park and the carolers are down right, there on Buena right. Vista Street and everything it's really cool um, okay, I'm going to finish up with Shanghai Disney Resort. Unfortunately, in my research, there is very little on Shanghai Disney Resort, what they have coming up for this 
year for the holiday season. So I'm going to have to go back to what they had last year to just kind of give you an idea of what kind of things. Sure. And I think part of the reason why they don't have much for this year is because they start at the latest of all the parks. They wait until after Thanksgiving. Not that I I think they celebrate Thanksgiving. There would be no reason for them to celebrate Thanksgiving out there. But for whatever reason, in Shanghai, they don't start, at least last year, they didn't start it until November 27th and ran through January 1st is when their holiday season began. So that may be a reason why they haven't announced much of the stuff that's coming out there yet. So I'm just going to go back with some of the stuff that they did last year to kind of give you an example of what they may be doing this year uh, and in the future if you're planning a trip out there. So uh, they have two Christmas-themed shows, Happy Holidays Mickey, which is once per day, begins in the morning. So it kind of kicks off your morning with some Mm -hmm. uh, Christmas fun. And the Christmas Swing Show, which happens multiple times daily throughout the show. Um, you know, it's traditional kind of Christmas shows where the characters get out there and sing and dance and just have a good time. A lot of magic nice. out there. A lot of fun. Uh, they also have the When We're Together, quote unquote, Christmas tree lighting ceremony. And that was each evening in front of Enchanted Storybrook Castle. Did I say Storybrook? Storybook Castle. Uh, and that is has, at least in the past, I don't know what they'll do this year, but in the past, it is a Frozen theme to it. Oh, Olaf right. will come out, and he'll take the guests on a quest to uncover beloved holiday traditions, kind of like the, the, the short we saw last year sure. that was for a while in front of Coco, and then they kind of <laughs> split it off onto its own thing because it was a short that was a little too long. But, yeah, but, short uh, in quotation yeah. marks. <laughs> so... Um, but so he'll kind of look for these holiday traditions and they'll discover uh, them throughout. And then at the end, Anna and Elsa will join him on the stage and they light the giant Christmas tree. Nice. Very cool. That's a lot of fun. Uh, the food, they have a lot of good food out there as well. The Royal Banquet Hall offers special Christmas meal. This is what this is. I found this incredibly interesting. Uh, the Wandering Moon Restaurant has a turkey leg feast. <laughs> Now, that which sounds kind of funny to you, but um, from what it says here, from what I read online, uh, turkey legs are so popular at Shanghai Disney Resort that they've had to limit the number guests could buy wow. each day. I mean, we know the turkey legs right. are popular in all the Disney exactly, resorts, yep. but we never seen them have to limit, limit how many you could buy in a day. Whoa. So that would make sense that they would have this turkey. I mean, if you can only buy so many out in the park, you're like, whoa, all the turkey legs I want. Nice. How great yeah, is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's kind of funny. Uh, also, Remy's Patisserie. Uh, is where you can find, it's kind of like, you know, what the, you would think of like Jolly Holiday at Disneyland Resort mm-hmm. or some of the other places. You can find all sorts of Christmas-inspired snacks, cupcakes, hot chocolate, fruitcakes, and Yule Logs. So mm. lots of cool stuff going on there. And again, yeah. this is looking back at what they did in 2017. We still are waiting for them to announce what they're doing in 2018, but gives you an idea of what to expect if you're planning a trip out to uh, the Shanghai Disney Resort uh, right. coming up for the holiday season. And considering, you know, these are, you know, that they do put a lot into producing these shows, you know, getting them, you know, even just designed and choreographed that they do, you know, tend to continue these shows from year to year. Right. So. They just kind of sometimes they'll update the theme a little bit. Right. They'll twist them a little bit more. Maybe they'll add some different characters. If they have a movie that's out that's popular, they may add something else. Like, in like the Frozen thing, I, I don't know if they're going to continue that next year because, or this year, I should say. Because uh, it was more of a special thing for last year when they with the short, the long short, right. <laughs> came out last year. But it wouldn't surprise me because you know Anna and Elsa and uh, Olaf, of course, are so wrapped around wintertime. Right, and, still very popular. Right, and, and still very popular. And, and there's you know talk now about Frozen Two coming up, and so it's I mean, even going to be released a week early. That was one of the right. Disney stories I'm not, I didn't put in my Disney stories of the week, but it's going to be released a week earlier than they originally expected. So. Right, so it wouldn't be surprising that they would keep Olaf as a you know he's popular. The whole um, you know Frozen cast is very popular mm-hmm. still, and the movie coming up with a sequel. I would say that would be a probably solid bet that it's yeah, going to continue. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all. wouldn't shock me at all. Even if yeah. they'd add to it or take away some parts of it, if they weren't at least somewhere in the equation within the shows. But right. So that's a look at uh, some of the holidays at Disney parks around the world and Disney Cruise Line, of course. Uh, so if you ever are thinking of traveling to some of these parks, you know, look, you can still get that nice holiday feeling wherever you may go because uh, Disney sure. covers it everywhere. Right. And if you have experienced any of these firsthand and you want to 
kind of give share that with us. We'll be glad to share that information on our next show. Absolutely. As we always do, we love uh, hearing from our Hyperion adventurers out there. So yeah. speaking of the holiday season, we are kicked it off this week by going to see Disney's The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. So this is going to be our spoiler review, uh, free spoiler? review. Our spoiler review of the movie. <laughs> spoiler free. Yes. You had said spoiler review. I know, I know. Oh, okay. I realized that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> our spoiler review. So here's all our spoiler. No, we're not spoiling anything for you. We, it'll be uh, just completely spoiler free on the storyline or whatever. We'll just give you some tidbits here. But so we saw this movie on uh, Tuesday, on October 30th, the day before Halloween. So we kicked off our holiday season even earlier than some people did. Yeah. I don't know what you thought about it. I, I thought the, the visuals were stunning. Uh, I thought the, as you've seen from the trailer, if you look at the trailer, it looks outstanding. Some of the visuals, uh, I, I thought it looked, it, the look of the film was great. Right. Okay. So look at my notes here. What does it say? First thing. Visually, visually stunning. stunning. <laughs> same we, thing you said. We're, well, as we <laughs> often are, we're on the same note on some of these. Right. Things. Yeah, I agree with you. It was visually stunning, uh, amazing settings, really beautiful. And I know I commented uh, when we were watching it that I kind of think I would have liked to seen it in 3D. Yeah, it, that would have really worked well, I think, yes. if we had seen it in 3D. Uh, the music was also beautiful. I commented when we were at the film that I would love to see uh, the movie with a full orchestra playing because they had a lot of orchestral music in there. I would have loved to see a real live orchestra playing the music sure. behind it. Right, you know, I right. think maybe that's going back to watching The Nightmare Before Christmas yes. Live the week before, but uh, it was really cool. Uh, and please stick around for the credits at the end for the song Fall on Me, sung by... Uh, Matteo Bocelli and his father, Andrea Bocelli, who it is a beautiful, beautiful oh, song. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, yeah. I don't know. It is a stunning song, and it wouldn't surprise me if that was up for an Oscar coming up uh, this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that was really impressive were the costumes. And I think, uh, again, we were I guess we were talking a lot during this movie. Um, <laughs> we're those annoying people. I know. I know. But, you know, I... I thought, man, these are these should be up for a best costume design for sure. They're wonderfully stunning costumes. Very, very makeup was great too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one of the things I did find uh, a lot of places online. All you have to do is is Google it. Is that they do have coloring pages for kids online that includes all these characters in their beautiful costumes. So very nice. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a, a lot of the visuals and, and yes. whether it be the the, the background settings. Uh, the decor, uh, as you said, the costumes uh -huh. uh, were spectacular and really, Music. really worth uh, checking it out for that. The story, it held promise. Um, I kind of compared it to, it looked like it was going to be a kind of a cross between Chronicles of Narnia and Alice right. in Wonderland. Um, but it never really got there for me personally. Right, right. I mean, it was, uh, it just kind of felt a little bit predictable. Um, it you know, I wish it was one of the rare movies I think I would have liked to seen actually 20 minutes more of because I think that they like, you know, it's the it's the four realms the Nutcracker and the four realms. And I don't think we ever really got in depth with each of them. three of the realms out there. <laughs> right. we, we only kind of touched on them a little bit, you know, and right. what makes them all important. It's just a really brief and never, never really built that story up to me. Right. That's a good point. That is a real good point that they they did kind of go quickly through some of them i felt like their technique of storytelling was amazing mm. um but like you said the story wasn't you know the most phenomenal mm -hmm. you know of course it was a one time and sometimes when you go to these kind of shows you know a second time or so you pick up more things and you can appreciate it a little bit more but i was with you it it was it, it certainly was a good story it just wasn't a wow but what I will say is that there were many kids in the audience with us. Right. And the kids really seemed to dig it. Uh, they really enjoyed it. There was They were laughing That's throughout true. some of the funny lines in the movie or some of the funny gestures in the movie. Uh, so maybe it's just us being <laughs> just a little too old. <laughs> I, I never believe I'm cynical, but, you know, maybe it's just that. But the kids seem to dig it. So maybe your kids will uh, get out there and enjoy it. I would say that I'm glad we saw it. Yes. And I also would say that I think it's worth seeing just for the visuals and the music alone. And the story, I mean, while I said the story is a little flat, the story is still a good and interesting one. It's a nutcracker. There's some good dancing in there and everything. I would still, I, it's not a 
bad movie. I'm not trying to say it's a, right, it's actually yeah. a pretty good movie. It just it wasn't this great movie. As right, exactly. And like you know, like you mentioned, the, it was really obvious the kids enjoyed it. So it is a family movie mm-hmm. that everybody can get something out of it and enjoy it and enjoy. You know, having that experience together, for yeah. sure. There were some scary moments in there for some young kids that might find a little, if you, if they're scared of, like, scary crown, clowns or um, if they, if you have a mice thing going on, like, you, you can't handle a lot of mice on the screen, um, you might want to be aware of that going in. But uh, overall, I don't think it was a really scary movie or not. nothing was too tremendously scary. And like I said, the kids in the, the theater seemed to enjoy the, right, the right. movie for the most part. So right. I just didn't give see me it. a little warning out there just in case. Sure. And I didn't see anybody like feel like they had to take their kids out of the, right. the, the place. So. Just, just putting some warnings out there in case you have some of those phobias uh, on some of these things that you know, there are some slightly scary moments. It's not just all right. candy canes and... Cotton pretty, candy. Yes, cotton candy. <laughs> Pretty, I love cotton candy. Pretty flowers. And so. <laughs> right, right. But none of it is very long or, th- you no. know, you know, it's not like in Wally, even with the bug that's throughout oh. the movie. That'd be so cute. I know you hate roaches. I know. And I know oh. that they just drive you absolutely bananas, but that roach is the cutest roach. It, it was. And I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. I, I watch it over and over. I love it, love it, love it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Anyway, uh, so I would suggest you go see it. If you like the stunning visuals, if you like good music, everything, I would still suggest you go see this movie. Uh, if not, you know, if you don't go to the theater, then at least wait and check it out once it comes to your streaming service or sure. Blu-ray or whatever the case right. may be. And if you did like Narnia, you probably would like Yeah, it has a kind of, like yeah, I said. It has that feel. Chronicles of Narnia meets Alice in Wonderland land kind right. of feel um, to it so very very interesting and uh like i said I'm, I'm really glad we saw it so that's our quick review of the disney's of disney's the nutcracker and the four realms i hope we didn't spoil anything for it for you um i don't think we did no i don't think we did we good. didn't tell any plot lines <laughs> good yes good uh, so those were our main topics of the week. Now we get into our Disney stories of the week. If you've listened to us in the past, you know that we go through a main topic or two, and then we get to the Disney stories of the week because there are always so many Disney stories going on that we kind of like to weigh in on them. Maybe you've heard them, maybe you haven't, but uh, we kind of like to talk about what they are and share them with you out there. So I'm going to start with some stuff that's happening at the Disneyland Resort. And uh, these are rumors, but they apparently to be very true rumors. And I'm going to start with a new attraction that is going to be coming to the Disneyland Resort. And this is from our friends and colleagues over at WDW News Today. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is not only going to be at the Walt Disney World Resort, it will also be at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah, that's exciting news. That is. Uh, So as you may know already, uh, the the Runaway Railway is being set to open at the Hollywood Studios at uh, the Walt Disney World Resort uh, this next year in 2019. Well, what's expected to happen is Disney is going to announce that the attraction will be coming to Toontown in the Disneyland Resort on or around, they're going to announce it on or around Mickey's 90th birthday on November 18th. Probably at D23's Destination D that they're holding at the Walt Disney World Resort. That's some of their big news out there. They already are going to have some Imagineers out there speaking. Um, So that's expected to be part of their announcement. Very cool. Yeah. It's exciting. Apparently it won't be replacing any of the existing attractions in Toontown, so those are all safe. It's going to be built mostly backstage and was now an office space that's held for the, uh, the main entertainment department. Wow. Can you imagine getting kicked out of yeah. Toontown? Wow. Yeah. Uh, what did so, you do wrong? Right. So the <laughs> entertainment kidding. department, I, I guess this is also the space where they, they uh, launch a lot of the fireworks from. Uh, but as I'm going to get into in a little bit here, some of the fireworks are going to be cutting back in the next uh, few years or at least in the next season. Mm-hmm. They're going to not be doing as many fireworks, so that may be a part of this as well. Uh, the only thing it's going to take out of Toontown is going to be the gag factory shop. So, uh, But all the, you know, the, um, the main spots that you know there, the, the gadget coaster, um, uh, Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, mm-hmm. those are all staying. They're not going anywhere. So it's just going to be another thing added to Toontown. Oh, that's very neat. Yeah. like so, it. Very cool. Now, yeah. on to the fireworks thing. There is also a new Mickey Mouse-themed firework projection and fireworks show that is coming to the Disneyland Resort next year. Yay! So this, again, from our friends at WDW News Today. It's going to be called Mickey's Mix Magic to honor Mickey's 90th birthday. Wow, very cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Disney is describing the show as the, quote, the biggest dance party to ever come to Disneyland, end quote. Wow. It will feature Mickey as he hosts a new experience featuring projections, exclusive music, lights, lasers, and sometimes fireworks. Wow. Yeah. Again, they're expected to announce it on November 18th at D23 Destination D. Uh, it's going to have uh, exclusive music that will be electronic takes on favorite Disney songs, projections that will take place on Sleeping Beauty Castle, Main Street USA, It's a Small World, and the Rivers of America. So oh. if you all those different places where you can see projections, which is kind of oh, the way they right, do them right. now. Sure. Um, and uh, on the weekends, it will have pyrotechnics. On the weekdays, they're not going to. It'll just be the projections and the music and everything. Sure. Uh, and that will be Monday through Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They will also add, as provided the weather. Now, this one thing: if you haven't been to the Disneyland Resort, right. if you're used to the Walt Disney World Resort, that you don't know is that sometimes if the wind is too high, uh, they also have to cancel. Fireworks. I guess that's one good thing that, uh, you know, because of the fact that sometimes they have to cancel these fireworks, you can still have a show out there. When a lot of times when they cancel the fireworks in the past, that's true. That was it. You didn't get a show. Right. You'd be waiting out there hoping to get a good spot and they'd just be like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't, because of the weather, we can't do it. Tonight. Right. Especially if you're waiting and they're like, well, we haven't made a decision yet. We're going to mm-hmm. wait another 15, 20 minutes and you're waiting and waiting. So cool. So that's uh, a lot of good times out there I'm look I'm excited to see this show it really sounds fun and it's great it sounds like it's going to be a great way to celebrate Mickey and Minnie's uh, 90th birthday Yay, celebration that is so sweet yeah so uh, so we're moving on there we're going to stay at the Disneyland Resort and we're, we've already talked about the holidays well now the foodie guide is out for the festival of the holidays at the Disneyland Resort. And there is so much food. <laughs> I couldn't nearly name all the food that's out there. I didn't even get into the marketplace that's going to have so much different stuff out right. there. This is just some of the food offerings that are going to be at all the different restaurants and kiosks and, and such throughout both the uh, Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park. A little bit you were sharing with me, which was none of the food, just that they're going to be doing this. It sounded similar to what they did like with Pixar Fest mm-hmm. and for the Halloween. Halloween time, where each place would have a little some special dish or two that was related to the holidays. Pretty much, you're not going to be able to go to any of their restaurants without there being at least something holiday-related on the menu out there. So uh, it would be good to uh, do you a benefit to be sure and get the food guide so you don't miss on any of these things. It's also, you can find the food guide on the Disneyland app on your phone. It'll make it easy for you. But uh, So this is straight from the Disney Parks blog. I'm going to start with what is many people's favorite things. Churros, <laughs> which they have a ton of. I'm not even going to get to all the different style of churros they're going to have this year, but here's just a few of them. They're going to have one with crushed pretzels and peppermint, Ooh. another with peppermint and with crushed candy canes, <gasps> a ginger snap with cream cheese dipping sauce. Wow. A gingerbread churro, a sugar plum candy churro. And at the Golden Horseshoe, they're going to have a churro sundae, which is peppermint ice cream and cajeta-filled churro, uh, and a cajeta-filled churro garnished with chocolate brownie crumbles, chocolate sauce, and whipped cream. Well, that one we may have to try. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we may be hitting up the uh, Golden Horseshoe That's for that. Right. So that was just the churros alone. Also, uh, I want to mention that there's uh, some... Interesting candy, uh, cotton candy that's going to be out there. There is an apple cotton candy, which is not that different. It's not a sour apple. It's Mm -hmm. an apple cotton candy. But they're also going to have a cinnamon caramel corn cotton candy, which I know you're going to try and get. Definitely. Yes, because she loves cotton candy. I I don't like cotton candy. She loves cotton candy. (laughs) Part of it, but she loves it. It's awesome. Yes. It is awesome. Which is is why it was in the movie. What movie? The movie um, Nutcracker in the Four Realms. What are you talking about? Spoiler alert. <laughs> None of that spoiler. There's going to be. Now you're going to laugh if you watch the movie when you when you see it. This reference. You, and you, can you probably would have laughed anyway. But yeah, but you well. think, oh man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm going to get down to some of the, I'm just going to hit some of the highlights at the parks. I'll start with the Disneyland Park at Jolly Holiday Bakery. Some of the fun uh, stuff is little uh, treats that they have coming out of the Jolly Holiday Bakery. They have a Santa hat macaroon mm. with mint white filling and a rich <gasps> chocolate ganache. Wow. Fun. Yes. They have an eggnog, eggnog latte cheesecake finished with white chocolate mousse foam <gasps> and a sprinkling of nutmeg. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, they have a holiday vanilla bean cupcake filled with red and green chocolate candy pieces and topped with green and white swirled white chocolate mousse and round chocolate 
swirl candy pieces. Nice. Boy, we're going to just gain a ton of weight. We're going to gain a ton of weight. So much weight. (laughs) Uh, They also have a holiday brownie topped with white chocolate mousse, sprinkles, chocolate presents, (laughs) and a Christmas tree gingerbread cookie. Wow, yeah. that's cool. So, so this is just one shop, and listen right. to all those crazy snacks that, that we awesome. have to try almost all of them. Well, because oh, we have to talk about them. Yes, on the show. that's so why it's, it's our duty. It's Somebody has to. It's do it. work yes. for us, absolutely. <laughs> we do this for you, our public. <laughs> uh, over at French Market, uh, they have a dessert trio with a Jack Skellington chocolate cupcake. Because remember, the Haunted Mansion right. holiday continues on through Christmas. Right. Uh, a mini coffee eclair and a sugar pie. That sounds good. It does. Nice, nice Nice trio trio. there. Uh, They also have a wreath bunt cake, which is cinnamon and candy pecan bunt cake with a creme brulee center topped with green icing, red chocolate pearls, and a red mousse. Nice. Sounds like something that you would love. I sound like something I would love. Uh, Over at Blue Bayou Restaurant, you know, even the the big restaurants there have something going on. They have a gingerbread creme brulee with Chantilly cream and a mini gingerbread chocolate man. Yeah, that sounds good. Can you learn how to make that? Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, try. I'll try. Sometimes they have these recipes that they post on the Disney right, Parks blog. Maybe some of these will come out. Over at Cafe Orleans, they have Santa's lumps of coal beignets. <laughs> so what those are are chocolate hazelnut beignets uh, tossed in peppermint mocha sugar and topped with peppermint ice cream. Ooh. That sounds yeah. like another thing we have to try. Right. Uh, so that, that's just some of the highlights. There are lots of stuff going on at Disneyland Park. Over at Disney California Adventure Park, we're going to start with Clarabelle's Hand Scooped Ice Cream. Such a great ice cream shop yeah. there. Uh, right in the middle, uh, the hub there, kind of on the cross section from Carthay Circle. Uh, it's, they have so much good ice cream here. I mean, this is going to kill us to, to eat all this ice cream, but, you know, we do it for you. Um, they have a chocolate peppermint ice cream cone with scoops of chocolate and peppermint ice cream and chocolate-dipped cookies Ooh. in a candy cane premium cone. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they have a chocolate peppermint ice cream sundae with scoops of chocolate and peppermint ice cream, whipped cream, chocolate dip cookies, and crushed peppermint in a candy cane premium waffle cup. Wow. They have a chocolate peppermint bar with your choice of ice cream. Uh, your, it's your choice of ice cream bar dipped in chocolate, drizzled with peppermint icing, and topped with crushed peppermint. Wow. I could do like a, I, we could do like an ice cream flight. Yeah, an ice cream flight. <laughs> I like your idea there. That's a great concept. Ice cream flight. I love it. Uh, that sounds delicious. Yes. All of those. I want to try them all. Sound good. Over at Studio Catering Company, they have what they call holiday dessert nachos, which are cinnamon sugar benuelos chips with chocolate and caramel sauces, whipped cream, mm. and holiday sprinkles. Sweet. Yeah, yeah very sweet. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, going to more of a savory thing over at the Lamplight Lounge, they have turkey carnitas poutine, <laughs> which is malted French fries topped with slow cooked turkey carnitas, Yucatan inspired gravy, cranberry bacon habanero gelee, wow, crumpled queso blanco, and green onions. So That's that sounds, sounds so cool. That sounds so fascinating. Yeah, it? that sounds absolutely. like an interesting dish that we have to try. Yeah. Uh, over at Flo's V8 Cafe. Oh, man, forget it. When we get to Flo's, yes. I'm done. I'm done when we get to Flo's. <laughs> uh, they have the blue plate special, which I'll have like eight of during this Christmas season. It's going to be an open-faced turkey sandwich, which is slow-cooked turkey breast piled high on white bread and served with roasted garlic, mashed potatoes, Ugh. seasonal vegetables, and gravy. I'll take eight. Yeah. All right. Really yes. They also have a four-inch chocolate peppermint pie. And here's the thing. Now, I would think if you go back to our Hollywood, our Hollywood, our <laughs> Halloween episode, when we talked about the shake mm-hmm. at Flo's V8 Cafe, and we liked it so much, it was the pumpkin pie shake yes. that we went and got two More. of them yes <laughs> well we probably will go back and get four of these because yes. their shake that's going to be this year is going to be the chocolate peppermint shake <gasps> topped with whipped cream and crushed peppermint road gravel oh my which gosh it's going to be like a chocolate right. kind of topping oh you know? cool yeah definitely that will be something that is right up my alley right and i'm going to have like 
four of those for sure. So. Something you got to drink down after you have had the ice cream flight. <laughs> yes, so we need more ice cream. So when you see us after the holiday season and we weigh 300 pounds, you'll know why. It's right. Because that they have all this great food. And I didn't even get into everything. There's so much food. I mean, like I said, I didn't even get into the marketplace uh, where there's so much food. Right, you, yeah. If you go to Disney Parks blog, they have it all listed there. And then pretty soon it'll be on the app as well. And they'll have, and when you're out there at the park, sometimes you can find the Disney food guide. They'll have it in paper. But sometimes mm-hmm. those run out. It is right on your app. Uh, you can, and the Disneyland app. Right. Uh, when you're looking for the various different uh, holiday items out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't wait. Excited to try all Definitely. those things. And now I'm hungry. Yes. So we need to wrap up this thing and get hungry because I need to get something to eat now. This <laughs> made me very hungry. But I have one more Disney story before I get to it. And it actually is completely steering in a different direction. This has to do with Marvel. And now there apparently are more Marvel characters coming to series on Disney's upcoming streaming service. Really? Yes. So this, out of variety, um, you know, as we already know, they're developing series. We've, they've, they've told us they're developing series for Loki and mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch. Well, now looks like they're going to be having a limited series that involves Falcon and oh, wow. the Winter Soldier teaming up together. Really? Wow. Yes. That's so, an interesting yeah, concept. Both yeah, both two of our favorite characters, yeah. and that's exciting. Um they already have tapped a writer for this one. It's Malcolm Spellman. Uh, he's been tapped to write the series. Uh, he has, if you, um, from the work he's done in the past, is he's a writer and co-executive producer on Fox's series Empire. Uh, and the series is expected, all these series, though, also with Loki and Scarlet Witch, they're expected to be only about six to eight episodes. That's less a limited series. Right. But we'll see if they get multiple uh, seasons. But just for the first season, anyway, they're expected to be these. So That's really something to look forward to. That's cool. And, and yes, the uh, the actors that portray them in the movies are expected to reprise oh, wow. their roles for them. So, wow, that's, yeah. that's really great. So uh, that's great news. Uh, more we hear about Disney's upcoming streaming service, the more we're excited for it to come out and shell out our money and have all that great Disney programming for us to watch. Yeah. Wow. That's that's great news. That's so all very exciting. Between yes. Disney streaming, so we'll be shut up watching all these great shows and movies and cartoons and everything at home. And then our trips to the park, we're going to be eating all the holiday food. Um, right. We are going to be 400 pounds. <laughs> that's right. I got to get out and run more that's right. just to make up for all this stuff. So. Those are our Disney stories of the week. We always wrap up every show with our vacation tips of the week. And we always start with my lovely Michelle because, (laughs) one, she's beautiful, fantastic, wonderful, and everybody loves her, but also because she gives the best tips. So without further ado, let's get to Michelle's tip of the week. You are the best, baby. You really are. And actually, I have one little announcement. Tiny little announcement. Did I missed the story again. No, you did not. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> no, I couldn't you hear not. the end of it again. I if, know. If, I, if you told me I read a Disney story and I forgot to throw it to you. But, yeah. but just want to, uh, because, you know, um, and again, we're recording this on Sunday, but it's the Mickey 90th um, celebration is going to be on. Mickey's 90th spectacular. Right, spectacular. And I found something out about our favorite K-pop band. Our favorite K-pop. The only K-pop band we know. <laughs> but they're our, our favorite. Our yes. favorite, yes. Um, you don't know that. I may know lots of them. This, That's maybe, true. See? You may be bopping out. When, you, when you're driving to work every day, you're probably bopping out to K-pop music all day long. I have done more research because of, you know, going on, you know, seeing them there and how wonderful they were and how much the crowds love them. But I did find out how to properly say their name. Okay. So it is NCT, which we got right, but it's 127. 127. Yes. It's not 127. It's not 127. It's not 127. Unless ABC is getting it wrong, but I've really paid attention to yeah. the promos. I, 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 I saw the promos too, and I'm like, oh, good. It is NCT 127. Right, so, right. Now we know. Now yeah. we know. It's official. So, all right. Um, so, my little tip is really related to shopping uh, when you're at a Disney park. And whether you're staying at a resort or if you're just there for the day, you know, you really don't want to get weighed down by you know, carrying all the souvenirs and things that you buy if you're anything like we are. So just want to remind people, if you weren't already aware of this, that they do have some services that can help make it easier for you. If you're not staying at a resort, you can do a complimentary um, pickup at certain designated um, places. So, and you can find those on the app as well. 
but you can find them. They're usually at the fun at the fun. It's all fun at the front of the parks. You know, so the that, fun front of the park. The fun front of the park. So as you make your purchases, um, you just let the the host or hostess know that you want to have those. You know, for package pickup. Uh, at the front gates, and they can arrange that. And they do that both at Disney World and Disneyland. If you are actually staying on Disney property, then you can have it sent to your resort. Um, typically, that's uh, like the next day kind of delivery. So if you're if you're traveling to go back home on that day, you might not be able to get it delivered to your resort on time, but you could, again, do it for package pickup. So that's just to kind of free your hands from carrying things, or if you buy something that might be a little more fragile and you don't want to be carrying it around as you go on to attractions, etc., that is a way to, to handle those things. Package pickup, that's all you have to remember. Yeah, it is really important because you go in there, you go through some of these shops sometimes, and you think, oh, I want to purchase this thing. But I don't want to carry it around all day with me. And then if you don't purchase it at that time, maybe you get so caught up in doing other things that you forget about it. Or who knows? Maybe they even sell out of that item that you're looking for. Uh, It is really important to know that, hey, you know, this can be all taken care of. And it is a great, uh, a great service that uh, Disney provides for you. Yeah, for no charge. So that is a great tip and a very important one. My tip of the week, which is always the lesser of the two tips of the week. um, I'm going to go back to talking about food again because I am very hungry. Um, so I'm going to talk about, um, you know, all this stuff that, you know, we just mentioned all this great food that is at the Disneyland resort and there's great food at the Walt Disney world resort as well. And, uh, but this is going to be specifically talking about the Disneyland resort because that's kind of my home that's kind of what I'm used to. Uh, but for all this great food, one, I already talked about, be sure you have the Disneyland app on your phone because, uh, whether you get the food guide on paper mm-hmm. or not, you can always have it on your phone and check it out What these, where these great items are found and all the great menu items that are around the park, whether it's holiday-related or not. Uh, but the other great advantage to this is now at Disneyland Resort, it's been at Walt Disney World Resort for a while, now at Disneyland Resort, almost all of the quick-service restaurants within the parks, both at Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure Park, you can do mobile ordering. That's true. Save That's a great idea. time on your vacation. Don't wait in these lines. We still see people wait in lines all the time. Get the app. Sign in. You'll have all your information right there. And you can look and you can pick your items that you want. Right. Um, and you can go and uh, just pick them up when they're ready at these uh, different spots. Uh, and just it just gives you that much more time to enjoy the holiday festivities. And you just don't have to wait for them all the time. And even if you have an, if you're an annual pass holder, since you're signed into your account, your discount will be applied right on the app. You don't need to show a card or anything. Right. It's, it's right there on the app because they already know that you're an annual pass holder on the app when you're signed in. So here are all the places that you can use wow. mobile ordering in the parks. So at Disneyland Park, Bengal Barbecue, Cochina Cucamonga Mexican Grill, Edelweiss Snacks, Galactic Grill, Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. So you can even do it for ice cream. Uh, the Harbor Galley, Hungry Bear Restaurant, Jolly Holiday Bakery, all the little fun, little mm. like the macaroons and cupcakes nice. and stuff there. Uh, Red Rose Tavern, Refreshment Corner, uh, Royal Street Veranda, Stage Door Cafe, and yes, even at the Tiki Juice Bar for your Dole Whip Woo-hoo. now. You can mobile order your yes. Dole Whip, so you don't have to wait in that line there either. Over at Disney California Adventure Park, Award Wieners, Bayside Brews. That's a beer place, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Pre-order uh, ahead of time. Nice. Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. We talked about all the great ice cream there. <laughs> corn Dog Castle, which is going to kill me because if I don't have to wait in line for a corn dog right? anymore, I'm going to have one of those hand-dipped corn dogs all day long. Exactly. Flo's V8 Cafe. We talked about that uh, peppermint shake there. Uh, you know, definitely mobile order that. Lucky Fortune Cookery. Pacific Wharf Cafe. Paradise Garden Grill. Smoke Jumpers Grill. All those places you can mobile order now at the Disneyland Resort, and it really, really helps you cut time on your trip. When you're not, not only are you waiting in queues for these rides, right. but if you're waiting in line for these for this food as well, this just makes it so much easier. Yeah, that is an awesome tip, honey. That is amazing. That is true, and you know, so. You could do it, like you're saying, you're waiting in, in line queue for an attraction and you know you're going to want it after that. You're saving time because, you're, like you said, you're not standing in another line. I know that um, at Disney World, uh, several months ago when I was out there with my mom, 
the cash register actually was having problems. Mm. And that was a way that we could actually order what we wanted to get at that moment was through mobile ordering. It worked that way. So that was a little quirky little convenience. But And if you're there with kids, you know, and you're starting to see that they're getting hangry, um, that's a quick way to do it that you say, okay, we're going to finish this attraction and then we're going to, the food's going to be ready for you. Yeah, you, you could be even in the queue for that attraction and you could be ordering your right. food, you know, and you just need to tell them when you're nearby and then they'll have it ready for you and they'll say, here you go. Here's right. your food. Yeah. Ready to go. That is a great it's tip. Great time saver. And, uh, and I mostly say this for the people. It's been at the Walt Disney World Resort for a little while now. They're, they're even expanding it out there, but it's relatively new at the Disneyland Resort. So I just want to make sure people out here on the West Coast or visiting the West Coast know that it is out there for you. So, uh, so please take advantage of it, especially, especially for all these holiday treats coming up. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Great tip. So, well, that's it for this week. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, next week, we're going to continue our five favorite things series. Next week, we're going to do our five favorite Disney songs. Uh-huh. It's going to be quite a Sophie's choice to pick only five. Yeah, that's going to be tough. If it's like anything else, we will also have these those receiving votes or that didn't quite make the cut. But you know, but we're going to have a lot of fun with that. And we want to know what your favorite Disney songs, whether it's a single Disney song, two Disney songs, five Disney songs. Let us know what yours are, and uh, if you uh, send us a note, we will be sure and put that out on the air. Absolutely, we really want to hear from you because it'll be nice to really. Um, get some other ideas. Sometimes you think you know your favorite songs and then somebody mentions one and you're like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, yeah, that is my favorite And it song. also changes, like, I, I, it could be like Tuesday if this is my favorite song, but Thursday, this is my favorite. It changes like day That's to true. day. You That's know? true. You, how your mood is. What is and... it? What, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what we come up with, but we should have a lot of fun with that. So if you want to get get out there and tell us your one of your favorite songs or your five favorite Disney songs or whatever, uh, you can connect with us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, on Facebook and Instagram at Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can email us, uh, excuse me, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. I know it's long, but trust me, you just have to type it once and you can use it uh, for the rest of the time. It'll just automatically fill in or just ask to your contacts or whatever out there. So, um, by the way, I wanted to remind people, and we just mentioned it a little bit ago, Mickey's Mickey's 40th, Mickey's 90th Spectacular (laughs) is happening tonight on the ABC Network. It's 8 uh, p.m. Eastern and Pacific time. Um, So Eastern people, you're lucky you're going to get it first. We were at the taping. Uh, If you want to go back a few episodes ago uh, when we talked about it, if you want to listen to it before or after the show, we didn't give any spoilers away. But uh, one of our recent podcasts, we talked a little bit behind the scenes stuff. But... Take a look and see if you can see us there. We're going to be looking and see if we can see us in the right. crowd. I'm not sure if we're going to pop up, but it'd be interesting to see if yeah, we Yes, it was kind of a large crowd, but that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of fun. It's great, well worth watching tonight, so check it out. Uh, if you can't watch it tonight, and again, we're recording this on uh, Oct- uh, November 4th of uh, 2018, so you may it may have already run, but it might be on demand, or maybe you DVR'd it, or whatever the case may be. Uh, you might even be able to find it uh, streaming somewhere uh, else, uh, sure. but uh, Try and find it because it is a spectacular show and you're going to enjoy it. And uh, uh, one other thing I want to get out there before we leave tonight is, okay, it's the 4th of November coming up. Tuesday is the 6th of November. Tuesday is Election Day. Get out and vote. Absolutely. We, we are not a political show. I don't care how you, you decide how you sway politically. Just get out there and vote. Take advantage of that opportunity you have. Yeah, and it's great seeing a lot of... Um, a lot of energy is already for people to vote. A lot of the uh, polls have been open in advance here in San Diego, and people have gone to vote already. So keep that momentum going and, you know, have a voice. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And you in Anaheim definitely have a voice. That's right. Uh, so uh, you found us today. In the future, you can find us at 1057max.com under the Max Plus tab and the Max FM app. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music, Spotify, and Stitcher. And the reason you're going to want to subscribe to us for many reasons, but one of the reasons is like next week, we are going to be recording a day early because Michelle is traveling on Sunday. Uh, So we are going to be recording a day early so you'll know exactly when our episodes uh, get out there for you. That's right. right. And it makes it a lot more convenient. Yes, absolutely. And if you have a chance, please just give us a little quick little rating. You have a little more time. A review would be fantastic. It just lets others just like you know that we exist, that they might enjoy this podcast just like you do. 
And if you have feedback for us, uh, please make sure you get in touch with us. And we want to make sure that we're hitting the mark with things that are of interest for you all. And if you have questions for us, we want to be able to address those as well. So thank you. Definitely. Thank you very much. And thank you for listening again to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Again, we look forward to sharing more time with you next weekend. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.